You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson and John Congdon. It's uh, January 18th. We're on episode 368, the karate-dubbed version of the <laughs> Ugly podcast. I have been doing some editing of our stuff. I like it. I just, I don't understand that. I, I swear, you, you told me about that issue, and I know we're, we haven't started the show officially, I guess. I, I watched that all the way through yesterday without that, that slip in time. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're unfamiliar to what you're currently watching, we are a podcast that focuses on the PHP programming language, PHP community, and our business, PHP Architect, as well as PHP Tech, the conference we're running. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. We The show's made a little better thanks to some sponsorship, HoneyBadger.io, and our fantastic supporters on Patreon. We'll talk about all of them a little later in the show. But yeah, so if you're listening to the audio podcasts, this first half might not make a lot of sense to you because you don't get to listen to Harry Mack in the beginning of the show. But even if you did, you wouldn't have realized anything's wrong with the show. However, I've updated some of our videos because we moved to another music service. We were using Pretzel before, and I talked about some of the issues we've been having with them. We kept getting copy strikes against the music we're using, and the selection had really reduced a lot. So I went to, I actually looked through my emails and said, okay, who gave us the most copy strikes? And then I went to them. As the service, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I, it's called Epic Epic Sound or something. I'm, I'm not going to pimp them too much because we just started using them, and I, they're not paying us for sponsorship or anything like that. But it it's definitely a difference between night and day because with their service, you can register like where you're using the music. You know, you have a limited amount where you can use their music, like only a certain amount of channels. And I went, I, so I went and registered them. And then immediately all those copyright strikes got lifted. Like, Oh really? Because yeah, because I put the YouTube channel in there and YouTube just started sending me emails. Hey, congratulations. This, this strike has been lifted from your channel. I'm like, it still doesn't matter because we don't get monetized, but that's good to know. <laughs> it's also cool hey, because go wait, ahead. Do you want to help us get monetized? Hit the subscribe button below. Subscribe and like and bells and, and all that <laughs> whistles and whatever else there is. Just hit all the buttons <laughs> except the thumb down. Stay away from that one. I don't know if YouTube still has a thumb down button. They, they do. They don't show you the count anymore, but yeah, but the service is cool because now all the music you, you download or all the music in their library. I assume all the music. I haven't come across any that didn't. You can actually like just get the instrumentals. You can just get the drums. You can just get the vocals. Like you can break down the part of the song that you want to just download that part of the song. It's kind of cool. That is pretty But cool. okay, so here's what happened to the audio listeners. We play Harry Mac when the show starts. And yesterday I spent over an hour because every time I watched it on Restream, I saw a drift. Like 
Harry Mack, the video of Harry Mack was out of sync with the audio. And the weird thing about that is that's one file. Like the Canva is what I use to create those, those scenes. And you have the ability to have like a stream for the audio and a stream for the video. But Harry Mack isn't that. Harry Mack is all one video, right? There's no way to separate it. So I, I message John and I send John the video that I uploaded to Restream. Because if you look at the video itself, the video is fine. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I, w- I wake up this morning and John's like, I don't see what you're talking about. I, I so, logged into Restream, went and played it like we normally do and saw no issue. And I watched it, <clears throat> you know, from the beginning to the end, just in case it was like halfway through, it started messing up. But no, it seemed fine. I think so I was putting in my mind that it was off by like a millisecond, like just that tiniest bit, but not like what we saw just now. So when I get back from the dog park this morning, I log in and I watch it and I don't see the drift anymore either. I'm like, oh, oh really? maybe it was a codex thing. Like maybe it was still compiling the video or something. So I felt relieved. And then, of course, we fire it up. And first thing John messages is, hey, it wasn't doing this yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually have another version of the video. I want to see if the drift is there, too. So you guys get to listen to it one more time. And not the whole song. We'll just, we'll just listen, see the beginning here. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'm going to drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'm going to send a shout out to the host name, Eric. Uh, one, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Yeah, same thing, right? You saw yeah. it, right? Yeah, I sure. don't know why it's doing that. <laughs> I can't figure it. Computers are hard. Hey, Mike. Uh, Evening, Jeff. Video. How's it going? Laravel Architect. Yes, yes. Eric Mann is here saying hi to everybody in our Discord. I don't think I mentioned this yet, but if you want to be part of the show or well, any platform, you can message us and it'll show up in the video stream. However, if you really want to be part of the show, like you, Emmanuel, uh, join us in our Discord at discord.phpugly.com. And the cool thing about the, the, being there is you get to see re- the replies. When the bot posts show links, it will show up in Discord, but it doesn't show up on the other services. So your call, no charge. Pop it over to discord.phpugly.com and join the crew. Andrew Woods is always a funny guy. He hit all the all the uh, buttons on his keyboard because he said to. Awesome. Corey, hi. Oh, for fuck's sake. Welcome back. Okay. Should we get tech news out of the way? Because you're, you're trying to kill me. You're trying to kill me, Smalls. How am I trying to kill you? You're, you're, you're creating new ticket tiers, and I'm, I just don't know what to do with myself. I'm doing all sorts of stuff lately. Let's talk about it. We got some new ticket tiers. I, I need to update this. But yes, we do. So the, the I got John to compromise something, but before we get there, let's talk about the new ticket tiers. Let's go ahead and talk about your genius here, Condon. I'm assuming you're talking about this. Yeah. Uh, so I I went to Eric. I'm like, what if you know we're a three day full three day conference, and a lot of the other regional conferences are two days plus a tutorial day. I was like, well, what if people just can't take three days off of work or off of school or whatever's going on. So we decided to come up with a one day and two day ticket option. So if you can only make it for a little bit of the conference, come out, you get to choose which day you're going to attend. So if you want to look at the schedule and and base your decision off of that, go for it. 
but would love to have you join us. Right. Right. So, yeah. So as, as a consequence to John trying to be nice to people, I get to be the bad guy and we're ending early bird early, like <laughs> a lot earlier. I'm not going to end it this week because this is this is the first week I, I, I get to rant about it, but I'm probably going to end it next Friday. And if not next Friday, for sure on the 31st. So if you're interested in getting the cheaper early bird price, even at the two day and one day ticket prices, yeah, you better do it quick because I'm shutting things down. My, <laughs> my whole thing is, okay, well, if people haven't bought early bird by now, they're probably not going to buy it. So I'm killing it. Right. And it, it was a compromise I had to make because I was I wanted the one and two day ticket. And Eric was like, no, 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 no. You're lucky that's the only other compromise. I tell you, I tell you what, if somebody hadn't already purchased a two day ticket, there was going to be other compromises. But there still might be. I, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten around to that yet. But yeah. It, I was surprised. It was within a day that we added that, that somebody bought one. Yeah, it was crazy, right? It's like, what? Are they looking at, or like, did, did that just happen to happen? Or were they, like, watching the prices on the website? <laughs> Possibly. I just, just... Uh, if you want to go back there, the other thing I did was, instead of you having to email us for quantity discounts, I went ahead and just built it into the price, and you can see it right there. You know, if you're going to buy multiple tickets, we added, if you buy two, you get a 5% discount, three, I think it went to 10, and then four, it went up a little bit more. So if you're bringing your team, again, early bird's going to end soon. There's also a discount on top of that for quantity discounts. So bring your team out, have some fun with us. Yeah, there was, we actually had a, a a record day yesterday a couple teams bought tickets packs mm-hmm. of tickets so that was good to see always good to see that so yeah so yeah come out come out and join us and be part of the crew be part of the community uh, talk, we talked to people that hadn't been to a conference before and i don't know if, if my big thing is how do i reach people that don't know conferences exist so I started spamming LinkedIn yesterday. That's always a great me. way. Just start spamming people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, I just, I, so it turns, if you have a, a business starter account, you can send up to like 15 messages a month. Whoa. I can get crazy <laughs> here to people that you're not connected to. So I just started reaching out, trying to find PHP developers, especially in that, that geographic area to say, hey, did you know conferences exist and you should think about coming out and, and joining us but if you've never been to one it, it it's such a blast right you, you get to hang out with some really cool people make new friends so the networking is amazing learning new technologies or <clears throat> the the current best practices of the time and at past text like amazing things have happened i think that's where the php fig got started and it's just so much goes on in just a few days and if you come out with your team, not only do you get that learning experience, the camaraderie of hanging out and doing stuff, but I've been there with teams in the past before running conferences. 
and the amount of work you can get done in just a couple of days because you get that brainstorming time. You know, you're not bombarded with stuff you have to get done at the office per se. Maybe you come up with something new that you just weren't doing before. Yeah. A perfect example of, of that sort of thing is not only do you get to talk to other great PHP people, and I promise this whole show is not going to be about PHP tech, <laughs> but like the thing that always blew, blows me away is you get to interact with the creators of some of the biggest packages, biggest frameworks, biggest tools on the market. Things like PHP unit, Xdebug, Composer, who is, I don't know, I mean, so private packagist, which is run by the creators of Composer, right, John? I'm, I'm not lying yet, am I? Nope. Okay. They are, they are going to be a, a sponsor on the show. So, or on the show, I oh. wish, on the show, <laughs> at the conference. Not only are they going to be a sponsor, but they're they're going to give a talk about composer or packages. I forget which one they're talking about, but they're there for you to interact with. It's for you. Know, you have questions. You you can t- talk to the people who are behind the actual projects. It's I I just love that about just conferences in general. <laughs> Corey called you out on your speech pattern of you get to interact with the biggest tools. On the market. <laughs> it's supposed to be subliminal, Corey. That's why they call it subliminal messaging. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, this this show got off to a weird start. Normally, you know, we start talking. Eric, how's your week been? It was okay. Getting back. Back in the office. Had... I told you guys last week I had issues with my knee, so I started this week off with some doctor's appointments and getting everything ordered for my injections, which is a pain. But, but yeah, getting back down, getting caught up, talking to clients. We're really close to finishing up every, all the pre-stuff for a new client, which I'm super excited about getting that up and running. It's going well. I, I could use a, I could use another vacation, though. but no it's going good it's going good how about you john how was your week good i've been i've been researching home assistance i mean i've had the echo devices i have the Google devices i have i have samsung smart things and i've had that for years and it just doesn't interact with everything and i've since moved to having an Apple iPhone. So now I have access to HomeKit. So it's like, I have all of this disparate stuff, like the Philips Hue bridge and like just such a pain in the butt. So I finally started setting up HomeKit, which works pretty well. And then I set up HomeBridge on one of those Raspberry Pi 400 keyboards that we have, just because I had mm-hmm. it sitting here not doing anything. So loaded home bridge up on that. It was pretty cool. So now I've got that sitting up on my shelf. Home bridge or home assistant? Home bridge is an an open source Raspberry Pi software. Like it kind of brings everything oh, together. Hello. And then and then HomeKit talks to that. So try trying to start to bring everything together and make it 
a little more user-friendly, especially for my wife and myself too, because it just sits there and does nothing for the most part. Interesting. So I actually just ordered two Raspberry Pi Zeros because I've had some little projects I wanted to work on. And the Raspberry Pi Zeros with Wi-Fi have been out of stock for a while. And I got a notification saying, hey, we have some zeros in stock. So I kind of swooped in and purchased a couple of them. This might actually end up on that list of things I want to do with them. But I still got my I got my little pies behind me. This, this guy right here is running that DNS server. What's it called again? I forget. the Pie hole? Pie hole. And I'm kind of done playing with it because I only had like one computer that was using it. So maybe I'll just install this there. This would be, this is very interesting. I am going okay. to have to check this out. They actually, it actually has a Docker version. So you can just throw it on your Linux machine too, if you wanted to. Or I could throw it on the Pi because I got Docker running on the Pi. There you go. Hmm. Lots, lots of ways to do it. I like um, it. I like it. I'm going to have to give this a look. So I, actually, I used Home Assistant, which, which is an open source project that kind of does the same thing, but it's just as cumbersome to use and <laughs> anything else. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's actually all started because I'm adding all these LED lights. You know, you inspired me with the ones behind you. And now I'm being inundated with YouTube videos of LED lights, and I'm watching way too many of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of them look really cool, right? It's like, oh, right. man. And some of the, yeah. like, buying the the separate controller and, and coding it yourself using something like WLED to actually control it. I'm actually like, man, do I want to replace all my Christmas lights with LEDs? <laughs> right? It's, it's yeah. very easy to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> and there's, it seems so more so much more convenient than the, the strands of crap I got now. So, and, All right. It's just fun stuff. Yeah. All right. So talking about conferences a little bit, we talked about tech. We're done with tech talk for now. I'm not going to go back to tech. That's probably a lie. We'll probably go back to tech, but I'm just going to put it out there. Talk to you guys a lot about scale, which is very kind of close, near and near to my heart. It's just a generic open source conference. So that's that's out there. If you there is a discount code for scale Southern California Linux Expo if if you want to attend it's in Pasadena California which is up the road a little bit and there's you can use the discount code ugly U G L Y and it'll give you I think fifty percent off your tickets so give that a look but we have a new player to the game I mean not not new player but somebody else has announced their conference Laricon. Laricon is getting a little, I don't know what word to use, cowboy. I don't know. They're moving <laughs> to Dallas, Dallas, Texas next year, uh, August 27th through the 28th. You can't buy tickets, but you can get on a, a wait list so that when they do go on sale, you'll have, have like 15 minutes to buy them because they're doing something right and selling out like crazy. <laughs> Not sure what it is. But yeah, so Laricon.us, they've updated their website. I don't know any of these people who they have speaking. I'm sure, you know, they're not really worth listening to. You got Taylor, 
I think he might be behind the framework somehow. Caleb, I heard he has a package out there, Livewire or something. I don't know how good it is. I only talk about it all the time. Nuno, who's my boy. I like I like Nuno. He hung out with me at Tech. And this this prime age guy. I don't know <laughs> anything about him. He's a dork, I'm sure. <laughs> you tell him I said that. Because, you know, he'd rather be in Dallas than Chicago. Whatever. It was my idea. I have it on tape that I said it first. So I called dibs, and it was not respected by Laracon. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor did not respect it, huh? He did not respect my dibs. Hey, Code Lorex, if you don't want Awoods to win the naming game, you have to suggest some names. That's just yes. the way it works. How would somebody suggest a name? John. Join us, join us in Discord, discord.phpugly.com, and then it's bang, which if you're not familiar, the exclamation point, bang title, and give us your title suggestion. Yeah. Knock A Woods off easy. his podium. Okay, okay, been living large, living off that title money for years now. <laughs> hey, let, let me move that card over for you. <laughs> oh, are we done talking about that? I thought there no, was more I'm, to that. We could still talk about no, what? You know. <laughs> now. We're moving on. We're going to move on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. Did you <laughs> Did you hear Bitcoin is now being traded on the stock market? I did it, not hear that. It has, it has like I, I don't know a lot about stock market things, so if anybody in Discord wants to help kind of clarify the bullshit I'm about to, to spiel, that, that would be great. But I guess there's a ETF, which I'm not sure what the ETF is. So you're not buying Bitcoin. You're buying a, the Bitcoin ETF, which is the same as buying gold ETFs, because I guess gold was the other one that they did it. But regardless, by it being on the stock exchange, it's the banks have basically acknowledged, hey, this is a real currency. Like that we we need to kind of figure out what the value is going to be by having this exchange out there so that people can tell us what what this is going to what this should be going for. I don't plan, I don't do stock market stuff. I have a guy for that. <laughs> I have a four, it's a 401k. So I just blindly throw it into a bucket and I'm like, how much money do I have now? But it's interesting that, that, you know, the financial institutions have basically acknowledged that this is, this is real. This is a real thing for how long has it been? Has it been like, it's a scam. Like Bitcoin's a scam. It's not, it's, it's not something that's actual. Now it is, and this is Bitcoin. This this isn't all. This is just this is an cryptocurrency in general, where you have these pump and dump schemes of these different coins. This is Bitcoin, the OG cryptocurrency. So yeah, that link will be in our show notes. I really don't have a lot more to say about it. I just I'm into Bitcoin. I like the concept of a global currency that you know we can pay people across in another country without a bunch of exchange rates and figuring out all that stuff. I like this. I thought it was cool. I thought I would share with everybody. Yeah, that's all I have to say. John, anything? 
<clears throat> I want to to be more into Bitcoin. I sold all mine so that I could learn how to fly, and I don't have any now, and it makes me sad. But you, but you have you have the experience of flying now. You really don't want to know because I left mine in. Like I, I had pulled out what I had invested plus a good chunk of change for some other stuff, and then I had a amount that I just left in there for years now, and basically forgot about it. And I looked at it when I saw this news. I'm like, hey, I got some Bitcoin out there. I should take a look at that. Yeah, it's doing all right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not complaining. Not complaining at all. So, yes. Yeah. I right. I talked to somebody when I was in Texas and they swore by it. They're like it's it's going to go through these cycles, but it's it's going to, you know, big numbers. Okay. I can't see how it can get. Although I've been saying this for a while, but I I can't see how it can keep going up. Like it just doesn't make sense. But I I think that way about gold too. It's like how does gold keep increasing in value? It's the same gold. Like nothing is changing about it. Why does it keep going up? But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how money works, man. I just I just know that the tax man man wants his cut and spend it. What Bitcoin's getting back up to where it was many years ago. Mm-hmm. It's doing not yeah. doing bad, so we might might be talking Bitcoin a lot again. <laughs> Back in the All day, right. remember that. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk PHP, or do you want to talk nah. business? You want to talk business? I want that Is bottom that- card that you have on your your list because I went, Let's I see. saw that, I saw that pop up, and we are not allowed to use it. <laughs> That's why I put it on there. <laughs> so what, what John's talking about is we've talked in the past about uh, how we, we've started using Notion for a lot of our workflows at PHP Architect. It's a t- tool I started using. I was looking to replace Evernote, and I ended up not doing it. And John and I figured out some workflows from PHP Architect. So it's still within my mix. And now they have a calendar app because we need another calendar app. Apparently <laughs> I, I, I didn't know we did, but of course, you know, I've got, I've got to try all the new and shiny things. And I was really curious about how it integrated into the notion product itself. So I went to download it and to John's point, whoever's in charge of our Google account has like blocked us from being able to use this <laughs> calendar. <laughs> and that might be me and it might be because i can't figure out how to unblock it because i go in there and look i'm like it doesn't look like i'm blocking anything so uh, I, I keep meaning to look into that i had that same thing with something something else recently i had to go into into the google settings and re-enable it my assumption is notion has a lot of tutorials out there like to do apps and like ways to use their their application i guess for lack of a better word and i can see calendaring being huge within that i don't think it's meant to be just your calendar but again i haven't watched the video on it so i don't know yeah it integrates with the google with your google calendar so i assume it's supposed to be just your calendar and honestly i don't really use the standalone calendar app but i'm open to using it uh, just because i i would like to not have to keep that tab open in my browser, the since we do a calendar. lot of, huh? What do you mean the standalone calendar? I, app? 
I say I don't. I don't typically. I don't use a standalone cal- calendar uh, like an application that's just for calendar. I started but I'm using not opposed to it. Yeah, I started using the one that comes with Mac, the Mac Calendar app, just to try and get better with the notifications. Because, like I said, I have the tabs open and I'm trying to. I want the the notifications to come in, but I miss so many of my calendar notifications. It's crazy and frustrating. And you feel, you feel like it's better now. It has been usually because my, my reminders show up in the top right and stay there until I recognize them. But. All right. That's, that's decent. Yeah. I keep, I, 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 I would give this a look, but I'm not paying for it. I don't know. Was there a price? I didn't even see. It's free, right? I, I don't. I have no clue. I I logged into Notion to do some stuff for the magazine. That pops up right away saying, hey, we have this. And I'm like, all right, I'll enable it. Click, click. Oh, you're not allowed. I'm like, <laughs> okay, forget it. I was, I was literally in the middle of doing something else anyway. And I was like, oh, shiny. And it does, it does say <laughs> get Notion calendar for free. It. And it has integrations with Notion, of course, Google Calendar, Google Meets, Zoom, Arc, and other providers. Yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a Mac, and doesn't look like there's an Android app. Oh my god! I'm, I'm about <laughs> You're being to attacked. This this cat is planning my demise. I know he is. <laughs> He's all friendly to me now. He's up to something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look like there's any cost to it. But we'll we'll get it enabled. We'll figure out what we need, what check boxes we need to make, and make that happen. Oh boy! Okay, so I know I said we wouldn't talk about tech, and we're not technically going to talk about tech. But well, I wasn't talking about anything. No, 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 no. Me, huh. I'm, I'm yeah. about to. But, but if we have any Reddit users out there, I did create a post in Reddit for PHP Tech. If you wouldn't mind popping over there and giving it a little thumbs up, uh, we got our upvote. We got eleven upvotes already. Wow, that's cool. I wish I wish they'd let you put like an image in here. There was like no way to put it. I made it a link post, and there's no way to add an image. And I don't understand why it's not getting the image because there's plenty of images on the website it can be getting, and it doesn't it doesn't seem to get any of them. And I'm not even sharing it with you guys. Sorry about that. So, yeah, if you happen to be a Reddit user, head over to r slash PHP and give the conference a little upvote. Just kind of give it some visibility. We would appreciate that tremendously. Probably should put some uh, verbiage in there, huh? A little bit mo. You know, I don't know what the correct Reddit etiquette is as far as, like, what's, you know, what's too much. Because... It's our conference, so I think technically I shouldn't be making the post. Like, I think that's part of the etiquette. Like, you don't make a post about your thing. So, I don't know, man. I just, I just did it's, it. I don't it, care. It, it, it's hard when, like, you want to get the word out. <laughs> like, how do you get the word out without offending people or doing things? Like, you have to market to some extent. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, of which I I started getting into LinkedIn ads, and that is just a pain in the butt. What's that like? It's like all of these platforms. What you think you should be clicking on is not the right thing. And I'm like, why is this not like I want to go here? And it's like I click on something else, and all of a sudden I'm like, where I think I'm drilling down, 
it wasn't when I clicked on the word, like whatever, like the campaign group, they call it. But if I clicked over here, then I saw what I was trying to drill down. To, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I don't know why. I kind of the same. I've been kind of doing a similar dilemma. I wasn't kidding. I have a 401k and I'm trying to roll it over to my financial institution. And like, no matter what buttons I click, I can't see to roll it over. I get to like the last step. It says, oh, your account doesn't qualify for this type of rollover. I'm like, why? Can you tell me why? So I know what to click next to it. Why, why are you rolling over there versus into the business 401k? Or is it just what you're, somebody told you to do? Personal fucking questions. Here, <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> I'm working with did a you... financial wait, 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 advisor. Wait. Did you know? Did you know we had a 401k through the business? Oh yeah, I know because we pay it for all our employees. We do a match. So if you're interested to have having 401k and health benefits, let us know because we may be bringing on some people. But yeah, no, I definitely knew we had that 401k, and it's a good 401k. But yeah, this is I've, I've been meeting with a financial advisor through my financial institution. We've talked about some different other options that basically can yield more a higher percentage, but shouldn't cost, shouldn't yield a less percentage than where it's at now. You know, none of that's ever guaranteed, but, and it freaks me out because here in the U S we're coming up on a very weird and crazy election cycle. <laughs> and there's just no predicting what the market's going to do, Re regardless of who wins, who loses or the policies that are implemented for that next four years, it's going to be a crazy and wild, like Mr. Toad sort of ride. And that really terrifies me more than anything. But the issue is, is all of our 401ks, at least, you know, here in the U S I, I, I don't know how 401ks work around the world. I don't know any of that stuff, but here in the U S it, it's all dependent on that stock market. We talked about earlier that is recognized in Bitcoin. Now that's how crazy the world is. So it's like, unless you really understand what you're doing and you have that granular control over where your money is being invested, it's kind of a crapshoot for people like me. It's just like, okay, try not to lose all my money. Go. You know? <laughs> Nothing guaranteed. We actually had somebody, again, reaching out, trying to get sponsors for tech or people to attend tech and had somebody internationally saying, listen, your your politics are just too crazy right now. I, I can't do it. <laughs> like, oh, seriously? Yeah. It, oh, I missed that one. Our politics make it very difficult for international people to come into the U.S., especially with the person that's running right now trying, like, wanting to basically shut down all the borders. Just, yeah. I'm like, it's like I get it. I'm, I wish I could say otherwise, and I'm terrified about what's happening this year, but. All right, let's so talk much. about since since you brought up sponsor, let's uh take a minute seeing how we're 41 minutes into this week's show and thank Honey Badger for sponsoring today's show. Thanks to our friends at honeybadger.io for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring, like web development, can be complicated. There are tons of tools and techniques, but you just want to know that your app is up and that your customers are happy. When your customers encounter a problem, you need clear, actionable intelligence, not walls of charts and reams of logs to tail. That's why they built Honey Badger. 
the monitoring tool we always wanted. A tool that's there when you need it and gets out of your way when you don't so that you can keep shipping code, know when critical errors occur, and which customers are affected. Respond instantly when your systems go down. Improve the health of your systems over time and fix problems before your customers can report them. HoneyBadger is the application health monitoring tool built for you, the developer who cares about a quality product and happy customers. Be the hero of your team and sign up for a free trial and start monitoring today at HoneyBadger.io. Setup takes as little as five minutes. See what you've been missing and fix it. Once again, that's www.honeybadger.io. Thanks, Thank Honey Badger. Badger. You'll have to know. Why is Sarah talking about Coronado? Not a piece she, of she, because she said she would move here and work for us pretty cheaply if we buy her a place on the beach. Does it have to be Coronado? Because, I mean, you know. <laughs> the, and what's a place? Because here in San Diego, like, tents can be considered places now. <laughs> we'll get you a, a tent downtown. Did I ever tell you the story of my friend who, who owned a house in Coronado? I feel like I have, but it's been a while. So if you don't know, Coronado is it's famous for where the Navy SEALs train. It's a little, it's not an island. It's technically attached to the mainland through Imperial Beach, but it's here in San Diego. It's kind of cool because it, it comes up and separates the Pacific Ocean from the bay, right? Or, or one of the bays here in San Diego. So it's kind of cool. Needless to say, it's it's small. It's it's one of these communities where people have golf carts and drive around in golf carts, and also they're very wealthy, right? I mean, like small places. But back in the day, we're talking twenty years ago now, twenty five years ago when I was working in the enterprise. When I first started working in the enterprise, one of the developers there owned a house in Coronado. He'd grown up in Coronado. He he bought the house i think from his mother or something i mean it was it was nothing like crazy like he wasn't like this really wealthy developer just had this house in his family for a while it was a little i i never been there according to him he's like it's a very little small modest home but it did him well and him and his wife well and randomly and keep in mind again this is 20 something years ago randomly somebody knocks on his front door he opens up he goes hi my name is such and such. I'd like to offer you a couple million dollars for your home. And he, he thought the guy was joking. He's like, thanks. But no, he goes, no, no, I'm serious. I'll give you a couple million dollars for your home as is today. We can close. You'll have your money and you can move on. Now he wasn't like super attached to San Diego. He was, this has been in his house. His house has been in his family for a while, but his, it was like one of those things like, are you nuts? But he took the guy up on it, ended up moving just north of San Diego. And this new, at the time, was a new area that was just exploding called Temecula. Took $2 million, retired, completely stopped working, got a house house that was three times the size as his place in, in Coronado up here in Temecula. And that's the last I heard of the dude. <laughs> the guy is just like, lead a local or something, man. The guy just like, <laughs> And it was like the most, he came to work and was telling us the story. And like the whole time, I'm like, it's, it's gotta be a scam, right? Like, there's no way this guy's going to give the, like, he didn't have his house in the market or anything. He's, 
He's not just going to give him a couple million dollars. And then like a month later, he's like, peace out, people. And he, right. like he hit the lottery right. or something. The, the, the check cleared. I'm gone. <laughs> pretty, yeah, that, pretty much how, how it blows out. And he, he talked about it. He was like, yeah, I'm, you know, they were closing on the house in Coronado. He's like, I'm, I'm making an offer on a house in Temecula. And if that house, if they accept that offer, I'm going to move up there and I don't want to drive down to San Diego every day. So, because remote work wasn't a thing back then. So he was like, I'm not driving back down here every day. So if I get that house, you know, it's over, I'm out. And yeah, he got the house. It was the craziest thing. He's a good guy too. I mean, he's, he's a very modest guy. Although who knows, like money changes people. He could be, you know, doing lines of Coke off bathroom tubs i don't know what rich people do i'm not rich i imagine cocaine's involved but I, i'll let you know if i ever get there so i but no i can't imagine he did that he's he was a real real cool cool guy Good he's person. listening right now like what are you talking about <laughs> oh, I, i've thought about that today you realize like we have clients that pay us for work that we typically will talk about that work on the show who could very literally be listening to us now. So I'm not talking that I'm only talking about the clients I like. So we won't be talking <laughs> about clients very much. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like you all most of the time. <laughs> there's, you always have the bad days, but there's lots of great days too. It's the way it works. All right. So let's talk about bad days. Let's talk about bad days. I don't know how I feel about this as a business owner. I can appreciate it as a employee. We've talked about Cloudflare in the past, right? This, this mm-hmm. surprising people. We use Cloudflare for certain things. I use a, a lot for my, my systems. It was my go-to before I got really hooked on uh, TailScale. And I still use it for, for a few things. Anyhow, I say all this because let me ask you, as a C- CEO of one of the leading companies focused on technology today, John, how would you feel if you let somebody go only to find out they made a TikTok about it? I guess I haven't seen this video, so I guess it depends on what the TikTok was and what happened. <laughs> like, So for for those uh, watching us live it should be queuing up and coming in discord here momentarily i watch the youtube channel because that has the actual tiktok in it let me share the, the article though for now all right oh, so live huh it, it, oh huh? you're breaking up i can't you keep breaking up what are you trying to say john i was saying it was a recorded call the the thing that was posted like if we let somebody go and we had a conversation with them and they recorded it and released that is that that's kind of what happened now right so clearly they knew they were getting laid off they didn't record the video like i assume it was like a zoom call or something it's just their like their phone it's focused on them you can hear what's being said and obviously oh. you can hear her her response and she basically calls them out she basically says Hey, this is bullshit. So what happens? It's Cloudflare. It's a Cloudflare employee. And again, understand it's hard to to comprehend sometimes because a lot of us are used to working in small shops. PHP Architect is a very small small shop. 
But when you get to enterprise level, I imagine where Cloudflare is, you're no longer like they, they don't know you. Like they don't care about you. You are a number in their system that, that has a weight against it. And I don't mean that to be cynical. I don't mean that to be, oh, hey, don't think that company you work for loves you because they don't. But that's not the point. It's just the way the world is. But this person kind of calls bullshit, and rightfully so. Uh, Essentially, there's this, there's like the spiel you'll get, especially in enterprise, but us smaller shops do it as well, where it says, oh, hey, we've been looking at your performance metrics and you're not really meeting up to our standards. So, you know, I'm afraid we're just going to have to part ways. And it's meant to be this very, you know, nice, polite, we we don't think you worked hard enough, so we're going to let you go. But she she called him out and brought receipts, basically saying, no, I'm going to stop you right there. What you're saying is not true. Everything I've been doing has been above and beyond what's been expected of me. My manager has told me that, keeping in mind their manager wasn't even on this call. It was some guy from HR and I don't know who, or or a lady from HR and some other person. I I don't know who they were in relation to who she was, but she didn't know the HR person for sure. And it was just like one of these, wow, companies just basically (laughs) make up facts of of letting people go. It's it's nuts, but yeah, that's the way the world works. How do you feel about this, John? I, I think I feel it like you do. Like as a as an employer, that sucks. But again, I'm not going to make something up to fire somebody. But the as an employee, it's like go you 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 you're fighting for yourself. You're standing up for yourself, which is good, right? Letting people go is never fun. It's never easy. And, and it always shouldn't be. It's the, it's the last thing we ever want to do. And again, to your point earlier, we're a small company. We care about all of our employees on a personal level. They're not just numbers. I don't think I'd ever want to be so big. I mean, obviously I want a successful company, but to not know the employees and to not care about the, the individuals would really suck. Yeah, it's pretty easy. You just got to harden up a little, John. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, and I I I've tried to stop. Like I fell into that whole pit of, hey, we're a family. Hey, we're a family. You know, our company's a family. And I realized I'm like that's not fair, and I shouldn't say that because we're not a family. You know, and and if I not, if I need to let somebody go, I'm going to let somebody go, and I'm not going to loan you money. So piss off. Yeah. But to be fair, yeah. I don't I don't loan family money either. <laughs> you you and I had this talk lots, especially early on, where I think we both started on that route, like wanting this tight knit family type business where we all got along because there was three of us that started Diego Dev back in the day, and unfortunately, one of them didn't stay part of it, but we started it with that mentality of, we really want to work together and we really, Mm -hmm. we want to make this a success. Then you start hiring people and you realize, yeah, they were friends when you hired them, you knew them, things were good. But at the end of the day, they want a paycheck. We have to supply a paycheck there to them. It's not, it's not a family. It's, it's a job. 
they're they're here to do good work grow as people and and that's that's the harsh reality of it is you know looking at the other side of that coin you know our company goes under they're just out of a job they find another job john and i are financially ruined (laughs) and we have to figure out a way to kind of build our life back up and find a job right so it's it's and and that 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 became the reality to me it's like okay of course of course they're not going to care about the business as much as i care about the business because they're not financially invested and they shouldn't be financially invested it's not their company Uh it 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 was something I struggled with a lot, especially early on in the Diego dev d- days of, well, why don't they care more about the company? It's like, because they don't need to care more about the company. Right? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten better. And, and that's not to say the people who work for us don't care about the company. We work with a great group of people. Most have been with us for 10 plus years at minimum. So I, I'm not, I'm not saying that, we hire insensitive people who just work nine to five and go home. That's not what I'm implying. I'm saying my expectation out of them, they could have never achieved what I wanted from them initially as, you know, a person in my life. Cause I didn't see them as employees. I didn't think they saw me as a boss and that wasn't fair. And so, yeah, so we got great people who work for us. We always have. We try to be careful, slow to hire, quick to fire sort of approach to life. We haven't always been that. But, yeah, it's just the, the reality of the world. Yep. Now I can't wait to go watch this video afterwards. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty brief. I'm curious about the fallout because I know different states have different laws as far as what you can record and how you can record people. Right. I don't. This is a San Francisco-based company. I don't know where they were at, so I don't know all the details. But yeah, uh, what people are giving us but, a hard time. Yeah, butter, butter shared in a meme. Well, what would you say you do here from the Office Space? <laughs> great, great movie. No, I think our employees do that to us. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I can totally see Kaylin saying, Eric, what what exactly do you do? Because I've lost sight of it. <laughs> Don't ask these questions, Kaylin. <laughs> I, walk out, so, I walk out and talk to my wife sometimes. And it's just like, there are days where I've done so many different things, but none of them very well. And I'm like, I said it to her today. I said, I feel like I'm running in mud because I start mm-hmm. something. I get pulled by somebody else into something different. On top of that, you got the conference and trying to find attendees and trying to find sponsors and trying to make sure you're getting contracts out to new potential clients and contracts out to sponsors. And it's just like paying people. There's so so much to do. On top of that, answering support emails from from PHP Architect. That's like, we don't have a support team. So Eric and I answer the support emails. And there are days where it's like, I just don't want to. And they sit there for way too long and I feel bad. And it's like, we need to hire a support person. Uh, at least to triage them. I mean, that would be mm-hmm. nice. And and just to follow up. That's the hardest thing about the support tickets is the follow up. You think you think so, so, something's resolved and then it's not. And th- that's just like support tickets. Keep in mind for the magazine. These are not our client support tickets for issues 
where did John go? I lost John. Uh, all of a sudden, my connection dropped for a second. That was weird. Uh, these these are just support tickets for the magazine. Nothing. People are beating us up today. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing for client tickets. We typically have, and it, it's a little bit of a struggle. Each client can have a, a different ticketing system that they use because they have full companies that they're running off these ticketing systems. So we can't expect them to adhere to any single ticketing system we use. It's it's quite the juggle to kind of keep all this stuff uh, current. I, I don't want to burst I, your bubble, but we're about to add another one to the mix. I know. All right, enough bitching and moaning about how successful our company is. <laughs> it isn't. Let's 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 take this opportunity to thank our supporters on Patreon who we would appreciate money from. Or we appreciate your money. Thank you very much. Uh, buttery you, good news for you. In another three years, you'll qualify for a for one K. That's a lie, buttery. Don't hold me to that, please. I don't know how the laws are in Japan. If you're recording this, uh, I think I think that's against the law. So don't record yeah, this can't. conversation. <laughs> no recordings of this discussion at all can be. I'll copyright you, strike you, whatever it's called. <laughs> we're very bad at business. Just so you know, we're good developers. We're great developers. I don't know what we were thinking. Oh yeah, what else? I, you know what's been bugging me? I'll, I'll keep the Patreon people up for now, and then we'll just uh, move on. But. So I, I didn't I didn't give you a heads up on this. I it is in the Trello, so I'm gonna move the card over. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's the newest scam out there of getting an Amazon business account. So back in the day, John and I had an Amazon business account for the company. And honestly, I stopped using it because there was no benefit to it. First off, I couldn't use my prime shipping stuff to it. It seemed like everything I found on the business account was more expensive than on a personal account. So I'm like, why are we using this? This is stupid. Just use your, (laughs) yeah, we use our personal account with prime and use a business card for business expenses and you're good to go. Right. For the last six months or so, I get inundated with emails, with phone calls of, of, I'm such and such from Amazon business and we'd, we'd like to give you a free business account. And I've even told them when, when they've got gotten me on the phone, I'm like, what does it give me? Well, it, it makes sure you get the best prices and this. I'm like, well, I'm already a prime member. So is, are the prices better than prime? Well, not necessarily better, not necessarily or not at all. You know, I like, I just grill <laughs> them because I figure the longer I keep them on the phone, the less time they have to be on the phone with somebody else. And I just kind of enjoy this stuff. I'm weird like that, but like nobody's ever able to answer why, why your business account. And is this just some sort of like MLM I, I, now? Like what's no, going on? Well, I don't know about that part, but I think our business is different with, we're, we're the owners. We, you know, we're buying stuff for the business, however we want to. Right. But if we had employees that needed to buy stuff, I think we could have an account and have set limits or set, like, you know, give certain people access to buy things. So I think there's benefits that way. Uh, not that I, uh, not that I've, I didn't dive into it and make sure of that. So I could be making it all up, but that would be my assumption of a business account. Yeah. 
Our, our business account is John just giving people his credit card at, in Chicago saying, hey, run to Staples and buy these things. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you have to take an Uber and no, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> oh, Chicago. I, I, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. It's 96 days away. Is that what it is? Something crazy. What's I have the temperature a, I, in Chicago right now? I don't know. But Sarah, what's the temperature? While you're, while you're asking that, I have a, a pub sub question for you. Do you do much you with, on me. W- with pub sub, like Pusher or any of the pub nub or any of those? No, I used to. I, I worked with a client I did a bunch of pub sub su- stuff with, but not, not recently, no. I, I asked because there's a big debate going on between me and some other team members on the best way to use pub sub. And <clears throat> We're we're coming. We have a couple of different things we use right now that kind of mimic what PubSub is, and it's not great, but it works. And we're trying to standardize and make it better. And one team member is adamant that the events that come through something like PubNub need to be very small and not have any information other than maybe an ID. So the event will come into the browser with an ID. The browser then needs to make an API call to the app and get the latest information. And there's other people on the team that say, well, why not pass this small payload? Because we're only talking two or three data points. Mm-hmm. And you send the... when So from the application, you push the, to the, the PubSub service. Why not include those two or three data points so that when it comes into the browser, you already have it versus... Application, pub sub, browser, back to application, back to browser. And I understand this point of not including that data makes your application the only source of truth. And you're not passing potentially PII data because we're talking about a person's name. And that's it. No, like we know there's a million Bob Smiths. So that's not really personally identifiable. But to this point, you're also making, you have one source of truth, not data out there that where you're relying on somebody else's security model. Just wondering if you had opinions on that. Yeah. Especially when it's PII. I, I don't, I don't really have a huge opinion on it, but I'm not a, even before PII, so, this was just little packets of data. So where, where, where you, you want the little packets of data. I'm torn. I'm torn on that additional API call back to the application that originally sent the message. So it's it's that going in a full circle, you're only using the pub sub service to be, you know, to get that real-time connection with the browser versus having to also maintain a WebSocket connection. Yeah. And that's kind of, I'm kind of just get the minimum that, that that's kind of where I was going, getting, getting the minimum of them amount of information I need to get whatever more information I need. So I'm kind of a fan of, of that, like using, using the pub sub model sparingly, like I, I just hold this UUID for me. or just hold these you know, two data points for me and I'll get everything off this information. It's kind of where I am, but I don't have a good reason, especially if you take out PII data from it. I don't have a good reason for that. I guess my question would be that, what what would be your line? Like, where do you draw the line as far as what you'd want in that payload? Right. 
and that and that's the hard part. It's knowing what's going into the UI <clears throat> and the the real time part of it and what's updating. It's not a lot, but we had people in Discord already say that data gets outdated, queues get backed up. Yeah, that's I, I get a good all, point. Yeah, that's I, a really I get good all point. That. It just becomes hard because you've already done the query to get the data to push it to query it again. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I hate to quickly end the show, but I know Mr. Congdon here has a hard stop, but we might need to rethink our Chicago hosting of tech if it's this cold. Like, it's going to have to warm up a lot over the next couple of months for me to be happy. Jeffrey in Discord, have no fear. The Cubs are in town. We've already, I've already confirmed that. It was one of the things I looked at when scheduling this, this year's conference because they weren't in town last year. So the Cubs are there, and the L train drops you off right at the stadium. It's like a two fifty, two dollar and fifty cent ride to the stadium. So yes, that's there. I don't want to rush you out the door, John. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? No, I, I think that was a good one. Do, do you do you do you understand? You appreciate the fact that I kept in mind that you need to I go. I do appreciate that. I try to watch it back. All that. right, I was so. <laughs> kind of an abrupt ending to this week's show, but we appreciate everybody who hung out with us. We had we had quite a few people online. I, I even saw Bo is in our Discord. Did you see that? Bo's in our Discord. I, I just joined, yeah. Show. I hope I hope Bo's watching the show. I'm a big fan of Bo. He's a DJ. I do like his music. He's a developer, too, I hear. Corey hung out with us. I, we appreciate it. I, I, I feel bad. I, I think he's just freshly looking for a job as well. I think I saw that. Sorry, Bo. Really? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there's the sorry part, but there's also the, hey, this might be an opportunity, John. <laughs> all right, we'll talk Bo, about all that hey, later. I, wait, before we go, since Bo is here. Bo, last night, last year at, I think it was Longhorn, I walk up to somebody, and I start talking to him. I swore it was you. I called him Bo. He looked at me and was like, <laughs> he's, he's like, what? I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I remember you talking to me. I don't remember you think you telling me you thought it was Bo. Yeah. I thought you told me it was somebody else. That's too funny. No, I thought, thought it was well. Who This year at Longhorn, you can you can walk up to somebody else and say hi, Bo. <laughs> All right, that's gonna be it. I I I, I said that was gonna be it. That's gonna be it. That's it for episode three hundred and sixty-eight. Is it sixty-eight? Wow, that's yep, crazy. Sixty-eight. What are, what are we doing? I'm Eric. And I'm John. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'm going to drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'm going to send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas because he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because the people love me. Shout out to people. 
PHP the ugly It's called ugly cause it's not professional But I'm about to come through and bless it with style So let's do it when I'm spitting I perfume the room Yo, this segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom That came from Thomas Yeah, can nobody go beyond this I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish We talking about the PHP, the programming language About to break it down, no exaggeration What do y'all do for a living? Web applications, okay I can dig it, my words spray tight Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights Yeah, when it comes to rhyming You can call me the new dude I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments They got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing Keep it ugly, we ending every show With the saying it's lovely, let's go Yeah, come on